Hello and welcome to another Modern Commerce Talks from Eventia. I am Jack Stratton, your host from Insider Trends, and delighted to be joined today by Jenny Vesterman, uh, who is a senior advisor at Eventia and also um, a real expert on all things omnichannel logistics. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Jack. Thanks a lot for joining us and to everyone watching. Um, today, we're going to look at omnichannel logistics trends, really, just looking at kind of some of the biggest things that people are talking about. So on that note, Jenny, um, what are the big uh, kind of topics of discussion at the moment in, in within your role and some of the clients and people you're working with? It's been a lot about uh, discussion about last mile, uh, the last couple of years. Maybe it's uh, connected to the pandemic, of course, uh, in order how to get the, the packages delivered. So, and a lot of carriers talk about the last mile and about fossil free and renewables. Um, so, I, I guess it's, of course, uh, sustainability and how, mm. how it's getting delivered and from a customer perspective, it's always interesting. So, I'd say that um, now we're seeing about, about uh, a lot of lockers is trending and home deliveries within the area. So, both of them are kind of a big topics. Uh, but um, so from the customer's perspective, you don't have that if you have the, the lockers and the boxes, uh, you don't have to meet anyone. So, of course, from a pandemic perspective, it's uh, it's nice and you don't have to meet any like, physical persons uh, to get your package. Yeah, and that's one of those trends where a lot of people are talking about, um, you know, do those habits remain beyond the pandemic? And I guess what's interesting is we don't know for sure, but um, it feels fairly safe to assume that lots of people are going to carry on doing some of that because it's not just about safety it's about convenience right once you get you once you actually know how to do that stuff um it's it might not be all of your buying but it, it actually might account for quite a bit of it mm-hmm. yeah. um, and also uh, it was actually trending before the pandemic as well it's just that yeah. now it's been even more <laughs> more popular to choose to choose that kind of delivery method and within last mile, because you're, you're right, that seems to be a massive trend. What else is happening from your perspective? What else are kind of the retailers you're working with looking at doing? Um, I, I'd say, and also just to touch on the, the food deliveries, uh, mm-hmm. they, it's been like also massive to get that home delivered. And because you can't visit the restaurant in the same way, I think that is a change of behavior and that will stay. I uh, don't think it's just uh, a f- like we've done it now for one and a half year. Of course, we will visit restaurants again, but uh, I think this is also a trend that I think you will increase using the your change your behavior. Uh, in it's not just a few weeks; it's a couple of years. So yeah. I think you will continue with that. And what's your you know? If we just touch very lightly on it, because it's such an enormous topic. But you've mentioned sustainability um, from. The point of view of omnichannel logistics, does it feel like, you know, last mile and those kinds of changes that are adding convenience to the customer? Of course, that's the big part of it, customer experience and customers demanding more convenience and more choice over how they get their stuff. Um, but do you see some kind of uh, or maybe uh, some of your retail clients talking about the possible benefits in terms of sustainability, how that can reduce their footprint a little bit? In, in what way do you mean, like for the ones that have physical stores or? Yeah, exactly. I suppose any retailer really, where basically where they're able to um, potentially shorten the distances between, you know, people's, um, the things people are buying and actually getting them delivered. Um, I guess like, you know, diversifying the way that um, logistics is managed. 
Yes, and I think uh, a lot of companies now are looking at and just to have different alternatives. Uh, it, if you just go a few years back, it doesn't have to be too far, actually. Maybe you had a few, one or two or three maybe delivery methods. And now it's it's really common to have like five at least. It's different uh, yeah. methods and different carriers. So it's up like a combination of those two. And to just to have the different kind of kinds of options for the customer. So the customer chooses and uh, the companies just have to just have to <laughs> uh, have to like uh, have the alternatives. So you can't I don't think you nowadays can have like one or two carriers. It's not it's not enough because then the customer chooses to go somewhere else where they have their options. Yeah. Um, and do you um Something else I've noticed, uh, I don't even know if it's a trend because it's been going on for a long time, but do you, are you finding that there's like kind of within those many options that a retail will, will offer in terms of delivery or pickup, or fulfillment, basically, um, you're noticing that actually there's quite a diverse in terms of the pricing. So you have your free options, but there's, you know, kind of like actually quite some quite high end premium ones where it's incredibly fast or whatever. You noticing that too that within more options you're almost getting more prices. Yes, yes, it is, and and you also do the diversity with the pricing. So uh, I've read a report, and um, they say that uh, the customers say that they are ready to, they can accept to wait a few more days if it's a more sustainable option to get the delivery method. It, it's more sustainable than the other one. So you have the prices, and you have the sustainability, and. I think it's depending on where you are and what you're buying at that moment. Uh, that depend. I, I don't think a lot of customers say that they always make the most sustainable choice. A few of them do, yes, of course. But when you need something today or tomorrow, then it's more the urge than sustainability, or maybe the pricing even. Yeah, and I've read, um, I don't think this has taken off yet, but also that some retailers and companies looking at maybe how they can potentially charge more for almost maybe the less sustainable option in other words the faster delivery but maybe if you're transparent about that as a retailer then you can be clever maybe there's some kind of offsetting you can do so you pay the extra but some of that money goes towards offsetting the footprint i don't know if you've heard of anything along those lines yes and also to to actually Maybe before they, uh, the companies didn't actually have these kind of options in the same way, but now they do. And also that, uh, you, the ones that you mentioned, if it's more uh, faster delivery or in some way, then make it more sustainable. Then like, yeah, I think there's a few, um, a few options here as well. Um, maybe it's a bit different markets that, <laughs> that we operate in, but... Mm. Uh, you see the, some similarities. Yeah, yeah the, the similarities. And we touched on before one similarity from looking at the UK uh, and um, and Scandinavia and the rest of Europe, the, the kind of super fast grocery delivery, the kind of crazy 10, 15 minute delivery thing, which you tried. Um, I'm interested as a trend, what we're discussing a bit in the UK is that, you know, it's at this point, it's still difficult to see, you know, large, um, massive retailers and grocers doing those that kind of delivery, right? We get why that isn't feasible at scale. But what we're talking about in the UK is maybe the biggest impact is customer expectations that may be in the kind of cities where it operates, that people 
start to get used to it. And that makes them expect more from maybe other companies whose delivery is still pretty slow or they don't have many delivery options. Just briefly wanted to sort of touch on that. And how do you think those the, the trends of deliveries getting faster and more convenient might affect the bigger companies who maybe aren't always, you know, as um, as advanced as some of these small startups? It's and of course it's challenging for the bigger companies and for mm. them to to keep up. Of course, um, I think that's why we see all these startups as, as well and the trending. I don't know. Do you mention? Uh, did you mean the carriers now, or did you mean the companies that sell the products? No, it's a really good point. Um, I, I mean the companies that sell the products, yeah. yeah. But of course, it's all relevant for the carriers as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but of course, you need some integration in. in if you have, a, if you're a company that are actually selling the products, not the carrier, uh, you need to have the integrations in bid. You need so it's. Uh, if you're a smaller company, maybe your startup is easier for you. But if you have these legacies and the IT environment, it's not a maybe a quick fix to get a new mm. carrier and. If you maybe you operate and if you deliver for like to several countries, you need uh, different carriers in different areas. It's not too easy to get it managed uh, in IT and in warehouse. And maybe you deliver from a physical store if you have an mm. channel solution. Maybe it's one solution is better in one town than the other. You need some IT behind that in order to get it to get it working or like maybe an order management system or some kind of infrastructure uh, to handle all this. Mm. And I suppose a nice way to round off then, based on some of the trends we've been talking about, uh, last mile, and the potential impacts on sustainability, the fact that we have so many more delivery options, fast delivery or super fast delivery. Um, what would you say, you know, to mid-sized, larger retailers who might be watching this um, and they're thinking, you know, what, what do we do? Maybe it's those retailers that know they have to make quite a big investment to react to these trends, um, investment of time and money. They might have to change a lot of systems. You know, what, what would be maybe the couple of things you think they should be thinking about or focusing on? Because I really get what you're saying. They can't just completely change the way that they operate to react to these newer trends where we don't really know where, what, what the customer expectation is going to be. So what should they do listening to this? What are the kind of the key things to be thinking about at least? Yeah, well, depending on where they are on their journey, of course, and and what you what you have in your backlog or what you have in your future. Uh, but I'd say one thing is to see to make sure that you have options. Uh, so you have a fast delivery method. You have something more sustainable, and that maybe if you are an only channel, then you can pick up in store. It's we've seen that for quite some time, but. Uh, if you have, uh, for instance, if I want to buy a pair of shoes in, in my size and they, it's not uh, in stock in the warehouse, it's not in stock in the physical store that I am in, uh, send it from another store to, to my home address. That kind of, to, we've, we've discussed this for several years, uh, but we're still not there. It, it's a complexity. Uh, complex, mm. uh, regarding this of course and it should have your a stock account in order to serve that you know uh, you have the uh, the size in, in mm. and or the color or whatever um, I think that is a big thing to to go for uh, so you always also sell what you have in stock so you don't sit and have if you like 
products available in a physical position where you've not been able to sell it and yeah. it's out of stock somewhere else. That is, ooh, that is not, a, and it's not uh, from a sustainability perspective either. It's not a good choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes complete sense that ultimately the big lesson to learn is that um, the one thing you have to offer now, whatever business you are, is choice. Um, and to your latter point, I think it's such a good point, is visibility. We're, we're at a point now where customers expect to know what's in stock, where they can get it from. Um, mm. And that's good for everyone from the point of view of the planet, you know, convenience, all other stuff. Um, Jenny, thank you so much. It's been really, really interesting talking to you, as always. Um, we will be back with um, many more soon, many more modern commerce talks. But thanks for finding the time to join us today. Um, and if you need any um, any kind of specific and bespoke advice on your own logistics and plans, of course, do speak to Jenny, because I think this is one of those subjects that we can talk about in general terms. But of course, it really comes to life when someone like Jenny can actually understand what situation your business is in and where you are. And we'll see you again soon. Thanks very much. Bye.